Sharika Matthews, and you're listening to Orgasmic Relationships, a podcast designed to show women how to create deep, passionate, soul-stirring relationships. Each week, we will discuss topics ranging from dating, situationships, marriage, divorce, and everything in between. So if you're ready to transform your love life and shift your perspective about what's really possible for you, you're in the right place. Welcome back to another episode of Orgasmic Relationships. If you've listened to episode number one, you already know what I am describing when I say orgasmic relationships. Now the question is, where do you start if you want to create an orgasmic relationship for yourself? If you're single and dating, you will have to examine if the men you are dating have the tools and the capacity to build the foundation that you'll learn here today. And if you're already in a relationship or marriage, you'll examine your relationship against these building blocks and identify which, if any, needs more attention so that you can create the deep, passionate, soul-stirring relationship that you desire. I call myself listing these, these foundational blocks in order from least important to most important. But in all honesty, they are all equally important. Why? Because if you remove either one of these foundational blocks, you won't have a relationship at all. It's like a three-legged stool. If you remove one of the legs from the stool, you are going to fall. So that's what we're going to talk about here today. So let's jump right into these foundational blocks of an orgasmic relationship. And I'm sure that you have heard of these, of these um, foundational building blocks before. The first one I want to talk to you about is trust. What is trust? Trust is defined as the belief in the reliability, truth, ability, and strength of someone. Usually when we think about trust in a relationship, we immediately think about whether or not this person is going to cheat on me, will he abuse me, or will he leave me out here in these streets looking stupid. That's what we think about when we think about trust. But trust in a relationship is much more than that. When you decide to be in a relationship with someone, you have made a conscious decision to do life with that person. What that means is that you're going to eat with this person, sleep with this person, work with this person, maybe raise a family with this person, make financial decisions with this person, be with that person through life, through death, through ups, and through down. And so trust is something that if you don't have a solid foundation of in the beginning of the relationship, is going to be that much more of a challenge to find satisfaction in the longevity of the relationship. So when I say let's take this trust idea a step further, I want you to ask yourself, can I trust his intentions for me? You know, when I, uh, when I think about this question, the first rebuttal that I often think of is, well, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That is a very true statement. But when I talk about do you trust his intentions for you, do you trust him at his word? Do you trust him when he does something and it doesn't go the way he intended it to go? 
but do you trust he actually had your best interest at heart? This one question that you ask yourself will reveal your core belief about the character of the man that you're with. What do you believe about his character? Do you believe that he has your best interest at heart? When he makes a decision that you're not comfortable with, do you trust that he's doing it with you in mind, with the relationship in mind? When he begins to question you about the decisions that you're making, do you feel all defensive and feel as if he's attacking you? Or do you trust that he's asking these questions because he's looking out for you and he's, and he's looking out for the, for the best of the relationship? When he asks you for something like more sex, do you believe that he's asking for it selfishly or because he knows that it'll be good for you and good, the, and good for the relationship? You see, too often we enter relationships with trust issues that we have yet to unpack. We allow these trust issues to hold us back in fear. But if you want to have an orgasmic relationship, you cannot be afraid to trust. You can be smart in how you trust, but you don't want to allow fear to keep you from trusting the person that you're building a relationship with, let alone building a healthy orgasmic relationship with. So ask yourself, do you trust his intentions for you? Do you trust that he will be a good partner for you and to you? And do you trust that you two can work together for the, for the greater good of you as individuals and as you for the couple? Do you trust him? So that's building block number one. Building block number two is intimacy. Intimacy is defined as a deep knowledge or understanding of a person. Dating is a great time to really get to know the man that you're with. But once you decide to be in a committed relationship, many people stop seeking intimacy. Many people stop seeking a deeper knowledge and understanding of their partner. Because here's the truth. As you do life with your person, as you do life with your husband or life with your partner, they're going to change over time. There's this, um, this running joke that says, Women expect men to change and men expect women not to change. But we should all expect everyone to change over time. Why? Because we are evolving as human beings. We're not static. We are dynamic. We learn, we grow, we experience new things that affects our, our outlook on things, that affects how we communicate, that affects how we show up in life. So if you stop, seeking a deeper knowledge of your person, if you stop seeking a deeper understanding of your person, guess what? That's the first step in letting intimacy die. And what this does is that it leads to boredom, frustration, fear, and doubt in your relationship. You see, the safety and security of a committed relationship is the place where you get to go deeper into the person that you're with and creates the intimacy, the connection, and the oneness that love and understanding bring. You know, even in my own relationship, this is something that I have been very intentional 
about bringing more into our relationship. And even my fiance, he has become more intentional about building that real, that building that intimacy. How? I'll get to that in a second. But as you already know, there are different levels and different types of intimacy. There's mental intimacy, there's physical intimacy, there's emotional intimacy, and then there's spiritual intimacy. And the number one way that you can create more intimacy in your relationship, and this is how I practice and me and my fiance practice it in our relationship, is to be present, to ask more questions, and to have a spirit of curiosity. You always got to be curious about your man, but not in a stalker, nosy type of way where you want to go through his phone or go through his email or follow him around town. Yeah, no, that's not what we're going to do. What we're going to do is actually be present with him when we're in conversation. What we're going to do is ask more questions and seek understanding, understanding how he thinks, understanding why he does the way why he does what he does, understanding the beliefs and the values that drives his decision making process. And in the beginning of a relationship, especially with someone who's not familiar with this type of intimacy or intentional intimacy building, sometimes it can come across as very uncomfortable. Sometimes it can even come across as you questioning them or you attacking them. But simply step back and explain, I am asking these questions because I'm truly interested in you. I am truly interested in being connected to you in every way possible. And I want to understand you and I want you to understand me. And, and here's the other thing that I want you to, to understand as well is that intimacy isn't about agreeing. You see, what I said earlier, intimacy is a deep knowledge or understanding of a person. It doesn't mean that because you know him or understand him that you're going to agree with him. <laughs> it's understanding him in his different seasons. It's understanding him and differentiating him from the man that he is today with the man that he was yesterday and maybe hopefully get an insight into the man that he's going to be tomorrow. And it's the same thing with you. The first way, the first thing you want to do in building intimacy with another person is to build intimacy with yourself. You want to have a deep knowledge and deep understanding of who you are a deep knowledge and understanding of why you do the things that you do and a deep understanding and knowledge of, of the values and the belief system that drives your desires, that drives your, um, that drives your actions, that drives your decision making. You have to start with self. Same thing is true with trust. You will never be able to trust anyone that you're in a relationship with if at first you don't trust yourself. And even taking a step before that, you'll never be able to truly trust anyone, not even yourself, unless you trust God or the spirit that's within you. So you want to start with yourself with building trust. Start with yourself with building intimacy and then let that emanate into your relationships around you, specifically your romantic relationships. So that's building block number two. Last but not least, 
The third building block we want to talk about here today is communication. Communication is simply the exchange of information between two people. And how you communicate is greatly affected by your level of trust, whether or not you get an attitude or snap on him because you really think he's an idiot. <laughs> and it's affected by your intimacy. You want him to be someone he's not because you haven't taken the time to really get to know him at his core or how he has evolved over time to become a different or a better person. And what you'll find is that when there is a breakdown in communication, there is usually a breakdown in the trust between you and your partner. There is usually a breakdown in the intimacy. Some form of intimacy has been neglected, whether it's been mental intimacy, you've been neglecting the physical intimacy, you've been neglecting the emotional intimacy, or even you've been neglecting the spiritual intimacy. And then as a result of those two things, not only is there a breakdown in communication, there is a lack of respect for the other person. And that's the part we don't want to get to. When, when your relationship gets to a point where your level of respect for your partner begins to dwindle, you are in dangerous zone. So you want to be more intentional and be more focused on rebuilding that trust. Be more intentional and be more focused in, in reestablishing that intimacy and then allow your communication to be intentional with that person. And when I say communication, we don't want to just talk about, hey, how was your day? You don't want to just talk about, hey, babe, I need you to go get some toilet paper from the, from the grocery store. You don't want your communication to be, did you pick the kids up from school today? No, let's actually use our communication, use our words, not just to communicate information, but use our words to communicate feelings. Use our words to communicate energy. Use our words to communicate the love that we have for our partner. You see, your words can go a long way because it's not just what you say, it is how you say it. And so you want to take a look at do a deeper dive into your, your communication type. What is your primary form of communication? And this is something that I teach in my um, Dating Made Simple class. Um, in, in, that, in that master class that I showed, that I give you, I go through four different types of primary communication types and where you may fall in that spectrum. Oftentimes, especially for those of us women who are type A or ambitious, we have more of a director type of communication where our, our words are very concise, very pointed, very straight and to the point. But when it comes to our relationship, we want to use words that build relationships. We want to use our words that are very relational, that paints a picture that evokes emotion. Not from a place of being manipulative. We don't want to evoke emotion in a way to get what we want out of someone. What we want to do is evoke the emotion of love and respect that we have for our partner. So, so we want to use, we want to get back to a place where our communication is one of the strongest building blocks in the, in the relationship that we have. But this is something that I had to learn in my relationship too. And it's really twofold. 
Number one, sometimes we as women, we want to communicate to our man as if he's our girlfriend, right? We want to talk to him and gossip with him. And, you know, we expect for him to talk back to us as if he's our best friend of 20 years. And he may be your best friend, but he may not talk to you in the same manner as your best girlfriend will. But on the flip side of that too, men, they love to gossip just as much women do, okay? So don't, so don't shy away from um, talking with your man about certain things as long as you don't violate the confidentiality of your friend. You know, pillow talk is a very powerful thing. Being able to lay in bed with your partner and just talk to them about random stuff, whether you're talking about penguins or talking about the challenges one of your friends is having with her children, having that 5, 10, 20 minutes of laying in bed next to your partner just talking about whatever it is that's on your heart can be powerful in creating that that connection, that intimacy, and that trust that's going to give you that orgasmic relationship. All right, you guys, so those are your building blocks if you want to have the type of relationship that you truly want. Intimacy, trust, and communication. All right, well, thank you for joining me here for another episode of Orgasmic Relationships. I invite you to stay connected with me throughout the week on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sharika A. Matthews or on my website at SharikaAMatthews.com. All right, you guys, I'll see you here next week for another episode of Orgasmic Relationships.